Hello, everybody. My name's Chad Solomback. It's the first episode of my new podcast on my new radio station, Strive Radio. Wanted to take a minute to introduce myself and tell you my story and how I got here and why I have the desire to share with the world the things that I have. There's a lot of backstory there. I think back to my youth where I started learning things, I think, um, very differently than a lot of people got the chance to learn. First of all, I was born into an LDS home, blessed to have had that opportunity, into a beautiful home in Canada on a very cold, way below zero December day. Uh, Born into a family that was wonderful, very successful father who was an attorney, who was very involved in politics, the chairman of the school board, at the time when I was a young boy, and I'll get into that a little later, it's relevant uh, that I make that point. But I was a kind of a wild child into all kinds of things that brought me thrills and speed and fast things. I was always into racing things. When I was four years old, my parents got me involved in snow skiing, and I'm so glad that they did. It was such a fun thing for me my whole life growing up. My youth was was skiing a lot of the time in the mountains of Utah, deep powder snow, best in the world. I had a lot of fun doing that in my teen years. Got into racing motorcycles and bicycle motocross racing and all kinds of different things, skateboarding and all those kind of adventurous things that you do as a kid. And um, I had a lot of fun doing that. I was kind of a kid that didn't really fit really in the box. Uh, my thinking was extreme. It was deep. It was kind of uh, kind of different than the other kids. I had a little bit of a trouble growing up. I had a, a learning disability. wasn't able to read very well, and um, I think it was due to a couple reasons. One, I really didn't care much about school. It was really hard for me to sit and learn out of a book and sit still. And I wanted to be out learning. I'm a guy that learns um, hands on. I'd rather you teach me something and uh, let me see how it's done, how it works together. And that visual and that actual example really worked better for me than uh, drawing pictures on the board or writing notes and letters and try to explain things in words. Uh, I had a little trouble there, and uh, there's a couple reasons I think. One was my father was the chairman of the school board, so they passed me and my sisters through school, um, not really holding us back, not really doing probably what they should have because they didn't want to maybe look bad in the eyes of my dad who's the chairman of the board. So I think that a lot of it was that I just got passed through a lot of these grades in elementary school and those young um, grade, you know, younger grades. And I had a real hard time um, reading and reading to comprehend. And it really slowed me down a lot, I think, um, in my life. And and I kind of struggled with school. School was hard for me. I didn't like the 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 real left brain stuff. I love the the right brain stuff, the creative, the art, the 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 ceramics, the photography, all those classes that I really thrived in. But when it got to the point where I had to think uh, analytically, doing math and and different things like that, I just I just it just boggled me. And to this day, I'm not a math guy. Don't ask me numbers. Don't. Don't ask me. I, I, I don't really care much. I'm more of a big thinker, and I think big, and then I figure out how to do things. I don't like uh, do it the opposite way, way around. So I'm kind of a unique guy in that uh, 
I've had these challenges in learning till I got to um, the point of how old was I? I was probably 15, 16 years old um, when I really started to understand that books could teach me a lot of great things and the knowledge at the time was found in books. We did not have what we have today, the internet. We didn't have all the access to knowledge that we have today. I had to go to the library and had to go and kind of look um, for things that kind of interested me to learn about. I'm the type of guy that learns to learn. I'm not a guy that reads books for fun or relaxation. I don't do novels. I read to learn uh, information. And um, so when I read, I don't just, it's not, it's not, it, it's for a purpose. Um, I seek out subjects and then I go study them out and find out. I'm a, I'm a guy that researches and and looks deep into things and asks why. And then I take things that I learn um, in prayer, uh, which we'll learn more about in my process as I tell you my story and why that's important to me. And I learn that way. Um, again, we'll get more into that as we go along. Uh, so as, my, as a youth, I, I was into all kinds of things. I was into all the fun things, the fast things. But then I started to get into things that I shouldn't have gotten into. Um, you start uh, getting around your friends and you start hanging around with the little older crowds and they get into things that, that uh, as a young man, you shouldn't get into. My dad taught me something and I think back now and I should have probably listened more and he said, do not hang out with older people. Do not hang out with older boys. And I thought that was kind of a weird thing that he said to me, but then I think back now and it was pretty wise. Older boys are into different things than younger boys. And they do things that younger boys aren't quite aware of yet. And if you start getting uh, around these older boys at too young of an age, you get introduced to things that you probably aren't ready for or should be dabbling in. And some of those things I was introduced to, drugs and alcohol and pornography and all those different things that were really hard on my spirit, on my soul especially at such a young age, very impressionable uh, at that time. And these things really kind of left a scar. And I was going through these, these age, this age, I'm probably 17, 18-ish at this time. And I had a really, really life-changing experience happen to me. And I want to share it with you here because it's relevant to um, who I am and, and how I became who I am, and how I came to learn what I've learned. The story goes like this. Um, when I was a young man, I had a beautiful grandmother. Um, her name was Holly Sollenbach. Beautiful lady, very spiritual lady, very righteous. Uh, she worked in, uh, uh, in, in doing things to help others and was always involved in blessing people's lives. And she was a beautiful lady, and... Um, we grew up in Canada. My grandmother um, from Canada moved down to the United States where we eventually moved down to as well to be closer to her and to get her to know her better and to uh, be able to uh, move from, the, from Canada to the United States uh, was kind of the plan of my father. I don't know the reasons completely, but I'm glad it, it happened the way it did. And we moved from uh, Canada down to the United States. Uh, long story short, my, it was nice to be with my grandmother again. Uh, I was a little bit older, you know, my uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old. Uh, 
great, great lady. I learned a lot of things from her. She taught me a lot of the spiritual things uh, of life, and she really taught me um, some deep uh, doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful for her, and I miss her so much. But what was really interesting in this experience I'm about to tell you about her was life-changing for me. And uh, this grandmother, whom I love so much, all of a sudden um, died. My father went over to see her one day, check on her, and found her in her place. And she had passed away. She had had a heart attack. And uh, we were so sad. It was right before Christmas. She had all the Christmas gifts all wrapped and all ready to go. And uh, she was gone. And I was hurt inside because I loved this lady so much. She was, she was so, so soft and so loving and so kind and nurturing and so, so smart and so enlightened. Uh, you could just feel her spirit when you were with her. And all of a sudden she was gone. And I felt this big kind of void in my, in my heart. Um, she was an important person to me at the time. And she was all of a sudden gone, and, and, and I, I, was just, I was just sad. I was sad. A little bit later, as I got into trouble more, and I got into to, to partying and into smoking weed and all the different things that kids do, and I was kind of spinning out of control, or you got that kind of fork in the road, you could go either way. I had a really interesting experience happen where this grandmother of mine came back to me in a vision. And... It was so real, I could see it today. And she came to me, she was all dressed in white, and she threw her arms around me, and me around her, and we just cried in each other's arms. And she said to me, she's so sorry that she died the way she did without saying goodbye. And that um, I was a special child and had some very special work to do, and the most important thing that I would ever do was to serve a mission for the LDS Church and go out and give two years of my life in the service of others at a young age to go out and to learn who I was and have experiences that I would never have if I didn't listen to the counsel of my grandmother who came to bring this message to me from the other side that was such an important thing for me to do at that age that I could not afford not to listen. When I spoke to my father and mentioned to him this experience that his mother had come to me in this vision, he was very uh, happy to see that that had happened. My dad, a spiritual man himself, understood what had happened and um, told me that I should listen that I should uh, inquire of the Lord and listen to the message that my grandmother had brought to me. Uh, this experience kind of made me sit back and reevaluate what I was doing in my life at this young age where I was starting to spin out of control, getting involved in things that I should never have dabbled in, touched. I had this experience that made me look at where I was going and to listen to the counsel from this beautiful woman who I loved and respected, who was no longer living on this earth, but came in such a beautiful, loving way with such an important message for me. 
So what I did is I straightened my life up. I quit the party scene. I started, uh, you know, laying off the sports, the ski racing, and all the different things I was doing at the time. And I decided to go and serve a mission and uh, serve the Lord and to go out and to do this work. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know how it was going to be. I just knew it was the thing that I was to do. So I filled out, filled out the application. I went and um, got called to go to uh, to serve. And it was a very uh, exciting day for me where I got to open up these papers where they, they send to you to give you uh, the location in the world that you're going to serve. When I opened up the papers, I was so happy to see that I was going to be able to serve in England, the country of my origin, the country that my grandmother was born in, that her sister uh, still lived and her children still lived there, that I was able to go meet actually when I finally got to get over there. Um, but to see uh, where I got to go back in to this place that had such a history in, in, in the genealogy of my family. Now, I'm a young boy at this time. I'm 19 years old. Uh, first time really away from my parents. You know, my mom had done everything for me at this point in time. She cooked for me. She cleaned for me. She did all my laundry. And here I am, out on my own, and I got no one around me except a companion that they gave me that was far less than desirable. What I thought when I got out there that I should have as a leader and I was a little disappointed with who I got as a trainer when I got out there. Um, again, long story short, I went and I served in England, and I found um, when I first got there that I really didn't like it. It was cold. It was, it was had an eerie feeling. It was a different uh, to me than than the world I'd come out of. A uh, nice, comfortable middle class home. I had all the uh, the niceties of life, um, and here I am, complete opposite in a very cold damp place, no one really there to support you, no family, just another couple missionaries and, uh, and, and, and the people that are there to help run that program. And I got there and I was really like let down where I thought, man, is this what it is? This kind of sucks. I don't want to be here, but I can't just puss out and go home. I've got to stay and I've got to endure it and I've got to do the work and I've, I've got to be humble and I've got to learn some things that I don't know at this young age. And, and I just said, I've got to do it and I stuck with it. And I have to tell you that that time was the most incredible time of my life in learning the fundamentals of the plan. Um, I'm going to teach you about the plan as we go and as you listen and you follow me. We're going to talk more in depth, in detail about the plan of salvation. We're going to talk about that there is a plan for all of us to live by, kind of like the game of life that we're living in, but no one knows the rules. And this 
tells us the rules. It kind of tells us what this plan is of salvation. And it goes into detail of where did we come from before we came into mortality, that spirit that came into our bodies at birth, what we're doing here in mortality, why we're alive, and where we're going after we die. And so at this young age, I was able to learn these principles of truth and this plan of salvation that really started to make sense to me about what this whole mortal life is about and then what goes on after this life and what went on before this life that kind of lays out what this mortality is and the plan that was put in place prior and how we were all involved with that and how we all got to participate in the creation of the world and see how it was done and see who was involved. We also got to participate in an event where there was some plans presented to us and we got to choose which plan we wanted to follow. We'll go way more into depth with that. It's very deep stuff right there. But in my youth, I got to learn about these things that most never get to learn about. There's a great scripture that I liked to quote, and part of it says, few there be that find it. There's few there be that find the truths that I'm about to share. And I'm excited to share these truths because they're life-enhancing, they're life-changing, they're paradigm-shifting truths. When you understand who you are and your mortal mission and the spirit that dwells in you, and who's the father of that spirit? Who's fathered that? And that's what we're going to talk about. And that's what we're going to teach in my um, radio show, in my coaching programs, and everything that I do is to teach the people who we are and the, the, the nature of the human spirit. Where do we come from? Why are we here? Where are we going after we die? What is the purpose of life? Why are we here? And we're going to talk about that in detail as we go through these shows weekly, daily, more and more and more. I feel it's my obligation to share the things that I know with the world. And what I'm about to share, I don't want you to just take my word for it. I want you to learn how to Inquire of the Lord. Get on your knees and ask, which I'll teach you how to do properly if you don't know, and ask the Lord if the things that I'm teaching are true. Now, we can learn how to discern truth. We'll go into that into detail in some of the things that we're doing, the exercises and things in the future. But I know how to do these things, and I learned how to do these things as a young man of 19 years old, and I'm still getting you back to the story so that I can go back into telling you more about that. So here I am, 19 years old in England, didn't really like it. I was I knew the work was good and it was was what I should be doing, but I was kind of young and prideful and I and, and, and arrogant and, and I, I wanted to get back home. I had a girlfriend at the time. I was getting involved uh, really heavily in ski racing and doing the different things. Um, and I thought, why am I here? But I knew why I was there. I was there to go find people that have not heard this message yet and share it with them 
and to teach them about the doctrines of salvation and to teach them about the plan of salvation and to teach them about Jesus Christ and who he is and how he is part of that plan and what all of our roles are in that plan. And so what I'm doing now, 35 years later from my mission time, I'm finally ready to share with the world my perspective of things and how I see it. And I hope that it resonates with you. And I hope that you may feel attached somehow to the message that I'm about to share. I know that the spirit of truth is a familiar spirit to all of us. And when you hear truth, it resonates. And that's what I hope that you hear from me. As you listen to me and as you start listening to the things that I talk about, the things that I'm talking about are pretty important. They're not anything that are just fluff. We're not ever going to talk about things that don't matter. We're going to talk about things that do matter to you, your eternal salvation, and the salvation of your family, your children, your loved ones, your spouses, and how you can learn how to become families forever, not just till death do you part like we marry in mortality here. How the... How we, how, how we go about our marriages here. There's ways that we can become sealed as families for time and eternity. Very deep subject there. You'll learn more about that as you listen to me. But there's so much that we need to learn. There's so much more to this than you know. And I want to teach you everything that I can so that you can understand the things that I understand. I'm going to take you by the hand and lead you so that you can see and have that same light bulb go off in your head once you start to see these things as I see them. Once you learn how to go in prayer on your knees to God, our Father in heaven, and learn to speak to him and learn to hear his replies back to you. See, we're going to learn how to pray to God the Father, and then we're going to learn how to receive revelation back. Something that I don't find really taught out there in the world. I think it's quite prolific, and I want to share it with the world. It's something that I've learned to do as a young man, and I've done it all throughout my life. And I've learned how to discern truth. And I think it's very important that people learn how to discern the truth so that they can go about their life in a righteous manner and that they can be not, uh, not be deceived or, or, or persuaded into, and to be acted upon. Rather, we learn to act. So I want to be able to teach that, that we, there is a plan and it's all really easy to understand if it gets taught to you. And then, and this is my mission. This is what I'm about to do. I'm about to share with you things that are eternal in nature and very important for every human being to hear and understand. And then act and do what you need to do to get that spirit that we're talking about really active in your life. 
where that still small voice speaks to you and you listen to it. And we learn how to communicate with God and how the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, which bears witness of God the Father and the Son and all truth, and learn how to communicate with that so that we can learn all truth about all things. I'll teach you how to discern truth as we go along. But I feel obligated to uh, to share these things with the world. And this is the this is why I'm doing this. This is the reason that I've created Strive Radio. Strive is a program that I'm putting together to help coach people about these subjects, about eternal um, things. Things that are very important to, to our, uh, our happiness, our joy in this mortality, but really what goes on in the next life. That's the really interesting stuff. All the stuff that I'm teaching you here will be taught to you there. And you can accept the things here that we're talking about teaching here. And I'm not the only one. There's a lot of other people out there teaching the same stuff, not maybe in the same way, delivered the same way, but the same truths. And I want to teach the people how to discern truth. How to seek it. How to want it. And how to live it. And live by it. So that's kind of my mission. That's what I'm doing. Um, I'm really excited about it. I've got a lot of experience in these things. I'm an ordained minister. I've worked with a lot of people. I've done work like this all over the globe in bringing people to the knowledge of the truth. And that's really the mission that I have. That is my goal. I want to transform the people's lives by teaching them things that are so important to their future, to their salvation. Again, the beautiful thing is that the things that I talk about and teach about, that you can go and find out if they're true by gaining that spiritual witness yourself about the things that I say, about other people and the things that they, they teach out there. And so we can learn how to discern that truth by that Holy Spirit, that Holy Ghost, by learning how to ask questions and having that guide us. It's, it's a talent that's needed to be taught. It's something we can all learn it's a beautiful thing. It's part of the plan. Our Heavenly Father wants us to pray, wants us to come to Him, talk to Him, ultimately learn from Him, rely on Him, trust Him, and love Him unconditionally as He does us. So we're going to be doing a lot of that stuff throughout everything I'm doing, everything that I'm about, everything that Strive is, everything that Chad Solombeck is now going forward. Uh, this is my first broadcast to the world. I'm opening myself up wide. I'm sharing things that have taught, taken me 40 years to learn. Uh, life experiences, children, families, marriages, all the different things that have gone on, all the life experiences, there's been a lot of them. A lot of them. And some you may never hear about. Some really personal things that have gone on in my life. And some of you may hear them as you become closer to me and you learn more about who I am. And as you talk to me one-on-one -on -one through the coaching programs and things, I might share some of those things with you that will let you know that I'm a human being that's gone through a lot of stuff to make me who I am today. A lot of wisdom that I have to share now with those experiences as well as the spiritual things that I'm going to teach you about who we are 
why we're here and where we're going after this life. So I just wanted to give a little bit of a brief intro about who I am. This is shorter than normal. Um, uh, click on the, the links below. Come follow me. Come follow me. Uh, that's a great saying. One of my favorite people said that. Um, come follow me. And listen to the truths that come out of my mouth and see if they resonate with your heart. And if they do, so glad to have you following. So glad to have you hearing me. So glad to have you part of this. So I'm going to turn off now my first day intro kind of story about me. I feel impressed to share it with you. I feel impressed to do this work. I'm inspired. I'm directed. I'm full of light. I'm a light bearer of these truths and I want to share it with the world. So that's the first one. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Click the link below. Join the movement of further light and knowledge. Share it with your friends. And we'll talk tomorrow or in the next day or so. Thanks for joining. Have a great night. Bye.